Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I've got an absolute ripper of a show for you today. Kirsty O'Brien is our guest, and she is going to explain to us what meditation and mindfulness actually is. She's going to tell us a bit about her experience with it, which is very, very inspiring, um, and also help us understand the mental and physical benefits of meditation and mindfulness, how we can get started, um, her best ways of meditating, and any tips that she may have, and also the things that she wished everybody knew about meditation and mindfulness and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this interview and I know you guys will too so if you do take some value from today's show please do take a screenshot and add it on your Instagram story tag myself and tag Kirsty, whose Instagram handle will be in the show notes today but I hope you're having a fantastic day now sit back and relax and enjoy today's episode all right Kirsty, welcome to the fitness and lifestyle podcast thank you for having me um, what I want to do before we get stuck into a bit more about meditation and mindfulness today is is get you to tell myself because because uh, I'm still learning about you as well, but also the listeners a bit about yourself and um, what you've done in the past and, and kind of what you're doing today. Okay, perfect. Well, I am a life coach and meditation teacher and I have a strong focus on supporting people to become more mindful in their everyday life. Um, the story of how I got here was I'm a mum of four and I've got four healthy, um, happy children. But in 2011, my youngest daughter was initially diagnosed with leukaemia at 18 months old. Um, and she went through that course of treatment really, really well. And then seven months off treatment, she had a relapse at age four. And she was blessed to receive a bone marrow um, transplant from an unknown donor overseas Unreal. so the yeah we're incredibly blessed so we were just two weeks ago five years post-transplant so we've Amazing. come a long way in our journey um, but of course when you have a relapse everything changes and the first month she received intense chemotherapy which really brought her to ground zero and we ended up with her developing a complication from some of the chemotherapies and she ended up in intensive care. And at that point, she had not spoken, walked, talked, laughed, smiled for about a month. And I spent that night up in her uh, ward, in her bed, and I was just thinking, you know, everything that we're doing to her body, it's just so ravaging. And the minute she gets out of this, I just felt like we need to hit this with something a lot more holistic so that mm. she could get physically well, but so that we could all around us um, be mentally and emotionally well. And so the next day she was returned to her ward and she had a bone marrow transplant about three months later. But from that day, we really started to embrace a whole variety of things. And one of them was daily meditation. And embracing it, like looking at it initially, I didn't realise the depth of how much it would really support all of us and in particular support Ava. 
And, uh, and just- so be- before you go on, what, um, what was the initial, I guess, way of meditating? Were you using an app? Were you using something online or were you just listening to calming music? Like how did you kind of get started in the first place? Because that's a question that I, I get asked all the time. Um, and obviously a lot of people meditate and, and and get into mindfulness for different reasons for, you know, whatever they yeah. may be. Um, but yeah, how did, how did you start? Like what was the first thing you did to, to try it out? So what um, we practice is a mindfulness meditation. And I had throughout the years done a little bit of meditation on my own. So I was a bit familiar with it, but I think like a lot of tools until you really, really find you need them, sometimes you don't give them enough um, of a go and, mm. So what we began to do, um, Ava and I were separated in the ward. The other kids were at home. My husband would come and go. So Ava and I began in the morning just to, to talk about what we were grateful for. Then we would ring my other children at home and I would ask them what they were grateful for. And we found that that just really started our days beautifully. Um, as far as the meditation that we practiced, it was just sitting with the breath. And I used a method of, um, because I was, of course, she was four, I used like a light method where we would picture a white light that was healing coming in over our bodies as we just focused on inhaling and exhaling. I taught my children, yep, I taught my children at home the same method and my husband. Um, So Ava and I meditated together each morning. I taught my children how to meditate. They would meditate before going to bed and my husband would come in and meditate with us on the ward. Um, and so for us, what that did is it just kept us really focused on where we're, where we were at, because in that type of situation, there's so much to think about and so much to worry about. Um, but I really just realized that, you know what, time's valuable and where you put your energy is really important. And up until that point of my life, I had wasted so much time worrying about stupid shit and stuff that didn't matter and Mm. I just really wanted to be present in every moment I had so that there were no you know there was no regrets we were just really every moment we had we could choose how we felt despite the situation that was going on around us yeah that's awesome and and when you were doing like the breath work and the meditation how long were you doing those sessions for so with Ava just Again, five to 10 minutes. And still to this day, um, my personal practice is an hour a day, but I break it up. 10 minutes in the morning when I wake up, 10 minutes before I go to bed. And then it's on me to put those extra 40 minutes in throughout the day. And why I do that is to keep me more present and mindful so that I actually take the time to grab five to 10 minutes here and there when I jump in the car, give myself five minutes before I start the engine and it just really keeps me tuned in to now. Brings you back to the present. Yeah, because this, I think a lot of people are put off by meditation because they think you have to be a bit monk-like, you have to mm. meditate for hours at a time, total silence, never think a thought and it's just not like that. you know. It's not true, is it? It's funny, it's funny when no. I, even when I first started, but even now when I, when I talk about meditation, you know, for those that may not know that that I've done it like people automatically go like it would assume that I would be like literally the last person to do it because I'm cannot stop my brain yeah. from you know it's like I've just like I've got like little monkeys running around in my brain all the time but 
I, you know, and I think it's, it's different for everyone as well. And that was a question I wanted to ask you is what, for those that are listening that haven't tried it or uh, maybe not afraid to try it, but just avoiding it. Like what are some of the, um, obviously we kind of know there's a huge mental benefit, but have you found there's been physical benefits or what are some of the things that you may be feeling physically once you do get into that good kind of zone when you are meditating? Absolutely. I think that, I mean, we've got the benefits. It definitely improves your sleep, um, mm. boosts your immunity, um, lowers your stress instantly. And as soon as you sit in a meditation, your body's releasing all of those feel-good hormones. Um, but more importantly too for me, after Ava's um, diagnosis, I actually was diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety. And okay, yeah. meditation has absolutely supported me with to heal my anxiety because it just enables you to like you said interrupt that monkey mind you know the litany of thoughts that we've got and actually choose to change our state and you know it's not easy at first but you know if i'm in a state of you know anxiety meditation gives me i call it that space where i can then choose to maybe feel appreciation or gratitude or gentleness or kindness towards myself rather than just beating myself down um and i definitely feel that it improves your focus your emotional resilience because again you know it's giving you these little you know aspects of self-awareness into what you're thinking and enables you to stop being a slave to every thought every emotion that comes up and instead choose okay well do i want to feel like this maybe i'll let that go which I always say it has a ripple effect too on our relationships because changes the way we communicate too when we're not acting on every thought and emotion that comes up. Well, that's right because that was one thing I was going to say is that you do typically get into the habit of just, you know, you get to the point where you're not even really thinking about the response you're giving to certain behaviour or um, certain things that you do from day to day because it just almost becomes a habit and there's really no thought to, to what's going on. Um, and it all just, every, The whole thing just becomes joined as one, whereas when you do take that step back and, and um, even if it is just breathing for a little bit, you do start to think Absolutely. a lot more about everything that is going on around you and not just take it all as it, as it comes and, and, and let it just fly straight past. Absolutely. I mean, how many of us are actually walking around in autopilot for most of the day? You know, always the first thing I say when I do workshops is, you know, do you remember making your cup of coffee this morning? So many people don't. You know, how many people don't even remember like the drive to work because you're just in autopilot mode. And I always say when you're in autopilot mode, what's driving the bus is your subconscious. And there is a lot of those limiting beliefs or the, the hurt child or the trauma and and so a lot of times when we're in autopilot mode we're actually operating from a hurt place and from a place that needs to be healed whereas when we're present we're acting from the man or the woman that I am today who I am in this moment and I can choose to be that person I can choose to be more empowered more present more conscious you know more forgiving more compassionate so it really is, that's the game changer, I believe, is stepping us out of autopilot because we all have stress. You don't need a cancer diagnosis to have stress. Um, Without but doubt, yeah. When you're, when you're operating in autopilot, like you said, it's just habit and a lot of those habits are not positive <laughs> because we haven't oh, actually created them. <laughs> and it's also, yeah, exactly right. And um, I, t- I 
often kind of pair it with the, um, you know, obviously not everyone's in a situation where they can um, do something about it, but I pair it with how a lot of people are doing jobs and um, and their career path is something that they don't even necessarily enjoy, but it's just, be, it's just become habit, it's just become something that they don't even think about anymore. It's, it's almost just like they think that this is just how it has to be when they never take a step back to think about what else that could be, they could be doing or if there is any other opportunity or chance to, to change that and, um, and change the way they think about there every single day especially when you're doing it so often and I think it's no different to the thoughts that we have absolutely it's just interrupting that narrative isn't it and taking that breath to actually question sometimes what's going on as well because not that's probably that's probably a really good way to put it actually is to actually question question what's going on yeah because not every thought is the truth um but when we let them you know, that monkey mind go crazy, we're actually operating as if every single thing that's coming up for us is an absolute truth and that every single emotion is something that we, as you said before, that we want to um, react on it. And so, you know, the more you begin to meditate, it gives you that breath to actually respond rather than react. How do I want to think, feel? What do I want my life to look like? Um, and it does really have that ripple effect into all areas of your life in a, in a much larger scope if once you commit to it and make it a daily practice. Definitely. And when you, so when you meditate, for example, like I, this is just a, something that I was thinking about before is um, like when I do my meditation in the morning, depending on which one I do, there's a certain one I do where I kind of always end up thinking about the same the same thing like while I'm doing it because I'll be um, – if I do mine first thing in the morning, part of the meditation is is imagining that there's like a light or sunlight on you and it, and it asks you to kind of go back to the last time you remember being in a, a position like that. And I always end up thinking of the same spot, the same kind of place. Do you, is that yep. something that people, do you think people should be consciously trying to to be aware of or change or it doesn't really matter? No, I think that with meditation, what especially the because, you know, it's like, all different things there's so many different um, types of meditation so it depends what meditation people are practicing what they're comfortable with what I practice is a mindfulness meditation and the whole idea of your mindfulness meditation is to actually observe without judgment so just allowing thoughts or images to come up to you and observing them without judgment Um, and that gives us that detachment so that again it's not controlling us rather we can just observe is that something that we want to hold on to is that something that we'd like to you know explore further is it you know shining a light on something that's bothering us something we need to let go of so it just depends what type of meditation that you're actually practicing um Mm. but it's and i think you can use meditation as a beautiful visualization tool too like quite often in the mornings i'll visualize on you know i do some journaling first and really look at my goals and the energy that I'm embodying and then I'll do a visualisation meditation where I just sit and really picture my life, you know, moving forward and um, spend some time there. And I find that's really positive because it creates that energy and I then move throughout my day a bit differently. Yeah, and well, I had a guest on the show recently, um, India Vine, and she she was talking about how first thing in the morning when she has a shower, she always has 
a cold shower and listens to, I think she, I'm pretty sure she said she listens to the same song. So then every time she gets in there, regardless of what mood she was in before that or whether she was feeling motivated or not, it's kind of like once she's in there, she has these affirmations. And then by the time she gets out, that's set the tone for exactly how she wants to to approach her day. And like I said, regardless of what she was feeling beforehand, it kind of just brings back that correlation with um, being positive and, and going about what she needs to do. Yeah, it creates that anchor. anchor, um, And we can create anchors like that in lots of things, scent, music, um, mm. as you said, particular statements that we say. And that instantly becomes an anchor for bringing your body back up into a high vibrational state. Um, so things like that are really useful for just keeping you where you want to be um, and releasing negativity as well. Yeah, without a doubt, and uh, this is this may not be something that um, that you've looked into much or whatever. But is there any types of, um, I guess, nutritional approaches or something like that that you tend to follow that you think enhances um, that that mindfulness or even cognitive um, kind of awareness? Yeah, well, it's interesting that you asked that. About three months ago, I've actually begun intermittent fasting. Okay, yeah, and for that very reason that I found that I was getting a bit sluggish with my workouts. I work from home a lot and I found I was mindlessly eating. And so once I began the fasting, it works really well for my body for one, um, but I'm really mindful with what I'm eating in that time that I've got to eat. And it just really kept me on track to become a lot more present when I was eating because sometimes you get to the end of the day, especially if you're at home and you don't actually realise what you've eaten and then you feel really sluggish. (laughs) And if you actually write down what you've eaten. Yeah, and yeah, just a little bit of, again, like a habit that you're not conscious of. I'll just go to the cupboard here between this client or do this. And yeah, so I... That's what I'm loving the fasting. It's really working well for me in my training. Um, and again, yeah, it's just another touchstone of staying mindful with what I'm doing when it comes to that. Yeah. And do you have any, with, with the actual meditation itself, is there any apps or websites or um, certain meditations that people could get access to that you think would be, would be beneficial for someone, I guess, someone starting but also someone that's been doing it for a while like myself like is there is there somewhere that you send people to to try it out or different different meditations that you would recommend well what i always say is start with five minutes and find your natural time because everyone has a different time that works for them you can definitely see the benefits meditating five minutes every every single day rather than if you tried to meditate for half an hour once a week because it's just mm, like going to the gym. If, if I went to the gym, you know, once a fortnight and did a two-hour session, I'm not going to see the results then if I go every single day for half an hour or 40 minutes. Yeah, um, so so I, I say something similar like along the lines of, you know, a perfect week. Uh, sorry, a, a, good, a good month or a great month is much better than a perfect week. Absolutely. Yeah, because the the minute that you sit in meditation, you're you're meditating. You're doing great. <laughs> Lose yeah. the expectations around it. I always say start with it. Start with five minutes. See what your natural rhythm is. It might be ten. It might be twenty. Some people do have a natural 
where they can meditate for an hour. But again, that really relies on what you do, your current routine. Yeah. But, you know, I say five, five minutes is less than 1% of your day and everybody has, has five minutes. Um, exactly at the right. same time, every single day, I always recommend first thing in the morning because you're more inclined to stick with that. And I agree. And I, I think as well on that, Sorry, sorry to cut you off. I think okay, as well yeah. on doing it first thing in the morning, what I've found anyway is that it just sets the tone for the day. And by the time I leave the house, even though, you know, really I haven't actually done anything, but I, I already feel productive and feel like I'm a lot more switched on if I've done that before I leave the house compared to when I get home at the end of the day. Um, and, and to be honest, most of the time when I try and do it at night time, I just fall asleep straight away anyway. So yeah. I don't <laughs> feel like I get any benefit out of the actual meditation. Yeah. Oh. No, I totally, I totally agree. There's something so special about giving yourself that time in the morning. And I always say that's an investment in yourself. And that sends a really strong message to your subconscious that you're worthy. Um, and so that just in itself is really valuable when you give yourself that portion of time. And you're going to move through your day differently just by making yourself a priority first thing in the morning. And just by deciding how do I want to feel? What, what do I want to embody today? Taking that time to actually, you know, align with it. It's really powerful. So you can just, I always say, just start with your breath. You don't need anything. You don't need any equipment. You don't need to do anything. You just sit up in bed. You can chair, just feel comfortable and just set a timer for five minutes. Focus on your breathing, breathing, inhaling, exhaling. If thoughts come up, just let them go. You've got nothing to do, nowhere to be. <laughs> and yeah, definitely. allow yourself that time and just watch what happens as you slowly begin to get that detachment from every single thought that comes in and you just keep bringing yourself back to the breath. Um, there's lots of different apps that you can use. I've never used an app. Um, okay. But again, I think with guided meditations, it's, I always say it's a really personal thing if you vibe with someone's voice if you like the music um that's the beauty there's so many apps insight timer i get a lot of i hear a lot of people saying great things about that one um you can get on youtube i've got a portal where there's six or seven guided meditations and i'm always changing them up um so yeah you can definitely get access to lots of guided meditations and guided meditations are a great way to start because a lot of people find it daunting just to sit with their breath and their thoughts. And I always say if we're coming from a very high stress level, the thought of sitting in meditation and just sitting with our thoughts can be really overwhelming and confronting. So a guided meditation can be a really great like beginner introduction to it because you're not actually thinking about anything. You're just listening to the, the person guide you through your meditation. Yeah, and I find as well with the guided ones, if I do happen to get into, I guess, that kind of peak, uh, I guess you'd call it a, a peak mental state where I am fully into that meditation, I, a lot of the time I actually lose track of what they're saying anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you do tend to kind of get to the point where you are just focusing on your breath and um, you know, next thing you know, the meditation's over or you're... Or you're You've just can't remember what they've said for the last few minutes, but I, I find that um, really beneficial once I can reach that point. Absolutely. And you feel it in your body. 
you definitely oh you do you know i almost get like this almost like a tingling tingling feeling in my uh in my lips actually it's probably usually the sign that i can tell that i'm um right into it yep absolutely yep you can get tingling hands fingers top of your head and that's your body just dropping into a totally relaxed state and i always say that's when you've moved from fight or flight into, you know, gentle rest and recovery. And that's where we want to be. You know, that's, that's where our body's repairing and looking after itself and we're at our optimum state. All right now, Kirsty, when we spoke um, initially, I, I remember you said that you really wanted to help people understand what meditation and mindfulness actually is. And you said you had a bit of a different spin on it compared to what some people may think. So uh, if there was one thing or, or, then maybe there's more than one, uh, things that you'd like people to know about meditation, uh, what would it be? Well, the main thing is that I always say it doesn't make us or life perfect, but it makes us happier. And I think that's the really important thing because in this life we just want to be happy. And by being more mindful, you can totally up-level your mindset, how you feel about yourself and your connection with others. And that's the beauty of it because it's got this ripple effect on the world around us. Yeah, that's unreal. And um, I, I've said it multiple times on the show and I feel like I say it all the time now, but I'm just a huge advocate of meditation and mindfulness. And even if it is just taking a step back and breathing and, and realizing that you are in control and or more in control than what you probably think you are and just zooming out a bit and taking a bit of perspective on on everything and your thoughts and, and all that type of stuff is, is just so beneficial. And um, I think that one of the things that I've found or something that I try and tell people now is, and I, I, you might have even mentioned it at the start, is that it doesn't have to or it shouldn't take kind of a, a certain event or, um, or something in your life to make you realise that meditation is for everyone. Um, so I think the more people that can be doing it, regardless of whether you feel like you need it or not, um, it's going to improve your life in some way or another. Uh, that's, that's just my opinion anyway. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. We, we tend to look after our physical health and meditation is just like a bicep curl, but for the brain. You know, that's how you really look after your, mo- your emotional and your mental health. And yeah. it's so important because that our emotional and mental health is that's how we feel about ourselves and how we show up in the world. So it's important to take that time to nurture that area of our health as well. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. And for those that are listening today that have taken some value, because I reckon there will be a lot that have, um, and it's, an, it's another one of these topics that I wanted to go into a bit more detail about. So firstly, um, thank you, Kirsty. But where can people find more of your content? And I'll have all those links and stuff in the show notes too. But if you want to just list kind of where people can find you, that'd be great. Amazing. Well, on social media, it's Meditate with Kirsty, and my website's kirstyobrien.com. Fantastic. And as I said, I'll have the links to those in the show notes. So, Kirsty, a massive thanks for, for coming on the show today. It's been very enjoyable. And I think, as I said, a lot of people have taken some value. And for those that are listening, if you have taken some value from today's show, please do make sure uh, you take a screenshot of this episode on your phone and post up on your Instagram story and tag myself and tag Kirsty. We'd love to uh, hear some feedback from the episode and let us know whether it helped you in, in some way or another. And if you haven't tried meditation before, uh, then I would. recommend um, giving it a try and and just taking a bit of a chance with it. And as Kirsty said, be consistent with it for a while and and 
watch the benefits and watch how much you, you begin to enjoy it and see a positive impact on your life. So if there's anything else you'd like to add in, Kirsty, um, feel free. Um, otherwise, we'll, we'll wrap things up. Awesome. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Thanks so much. And uh, guys, those who are listening, I hope you're having a fantastic day. I uh, look forward to bringing you next week's episode.